0: Welcome to this week's episode of the Geek Offensive Podcast. It's another episode of Fightin' Words straight from... David Arbenta's dining room. <laughs> uh, but we're covering UFC 237, Nami Yunus versus Andrade, uh, which will be on May 11th this Saturday. Um, yeah, we're actually recording the week of the event this time, instead of early. So this is nice. We got a little we had a little info available to us, so we're, we can work with it a little bit. We're cutting in as close as we can, people. <laughs> or you. Yeah, but uh, this should be a fun card. Uh, we go over our picks, but we also talk a lot of bullshit. Oh, spoiler alert, there's... Tons of Game of Thrones and Endgame and Spider Man spoilers. So this is your warning. Yeah. If you haven't seen any of that stuff or not current, this is your warning.
1: What the fuck are you doing with your
0: life? Get caught up. Yeah. This is a you problem. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm going forward. All right. Yeah. I can't. I can't. I can't keep waiting up for everybody. All right. Exactly. <laughs> Oh. um but yeah we talk uh mma we do current events we uh we again we steal that it's just me and dave today so we kind of steal that uh, format from below the belt so it's actually been a lot of fun this yeah good one i like I it love,
1: shout like out to brennan shop his special's coming out may 17th so. yeah
0: like he needs the publicity like needs from us <laughs> Yeah, exactly
1: but hey man if you ever want to come on our show yeah always be, welcome you always welcome invite. and if you want us on your show yeah hey, we'll, we accept
0: <laughs> if you want to bring Callan too, or Chin and cat, that's fine. Also, ooh, cat, like to see, her. like to see her feet. Oh my god! <laughs> Are you one of the people sliding into? Her I am DMs? not sliding into DMs, okay. but I am a big.
1: I love feet. I fucking love feet. <laughs> I, I'm one of those weird guys. It'll be
0: a topic on another show. I'm down. Like bringing like a like a sex therapist or someone someone who's like an expert in like doctor Ruth. Stuff. Bring her in. Yeah. Is she still alive? Is she still alive? I don't know. Yeah, we'll find. Her. We'll find it. We'll find a current version. There we that. go. There you go. <laughs> anyway, fighting words, UFC 237. Um, uh, but yeah, the fight takes place this Saturday. There's a lot of big names on it. Anderson Silva, Jose Aldo, BJ Penn, Clay Guida, Lil Nog's on there. Jesus Christ.
1: Don't check your date book. This is 2019,
0: guys. Yeah, there's a lot of fucking <laughs> little big Nog. names on there. So definitely check this one out. It is kind of flying under the radar, not as much publicity for it. But um, Rose is finally back after a year layoff, and she's... Basically, going against her biggest tests uh, of her career, so should be a should be a good one, uh, David. Where can they find you? You can
1: find me at Superfan Armenta on Twitter and Instagram. And you can find me at David Armenta on Facebook. Shout out to Lupus Org, Donate to the cause. And if you can, please go out and donate platelets. You could donate platelets every seven days up to 24 times a year. Or if you can, please go out and donate whole blood. You could donate whole blood every 115 days a year. And it is May, so shout out to Lupus Awareness Month. Uh, if you can, please go out and donate, whether it be your time, your money, or some blood and platelets. Please go out and donate.
0: And you can find me on Instagram at Justin Malari and on Twitter at Justin underscore Malari. The Geek Offensive has its own social media as well with the handle at Geek Offensive. Uh, this show is part of the Geek Say What Network. So big shout out to the network and to JPG, the owner. Uh, he's making me say thank you to him uh, for providing a platform for us where we can dick around and talk about stuff. We love you week. 3000, JPG. I love you 2099. <laughs> <Boom>. <laughs> about that. Come at me. <laughs> Actually, he is coming on the show pretty soon. So. Nice. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, big thank you to the network for providing a platform for us. The network has a plethora of other shows available as well, including Ready, Set, Geek, your starting line to geek culture, hosted by Alex Catherine. Uh, Ready, Set, Geek is uh, kind of like the flagship show, intro, stuff like that.
1: Yeah, intro to whatever you need, Geek yeah. World. So, yeah, if you have a topic that you want to find out, email them or hit them up and say, hey, I want to learn about this, and they will go at it. So. Our show's better. Exactly.
0: Um, <laughs> uh, we have our weekly trivia podcast, Geek KO, hosted by Justin Madraga and Ish. We have Nerds on a Roll, hosted by Rob and Lauren and their whole crew. It's a live play RPG podcast, uh, where JPG also... Plays a character based on David Armenta here. Yes,
1: a woke barbarian.
0: So uh, check, check that out, a out specifically for that. <laughs> 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 and finally, we have DGIF Diverse Geeks in Focus, hosted by Gemma Vidal, um, putting marginalized issues within the geek community under a lens. And they did. She did a great episode with. Uh, um, David Boyd, member of our show. So please go check that one out. It was a really good episode. Um, And next shout-out goes to our associate producers. Uh, Oh, all our podcasts are now available on iTunes and, uh, oh, excuse me, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. You'd think I would have gotten this down by now. Wherever we get you talking. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I've totally done these ads before, but uh, (laughs) Anyway check out our uh, associate producers, Whalen Productions, who normally help with the equipment and the space, but uh, not for this episode because we're off-site today. Uh, but normally you can find them at Whalen.ws, and please check out their audio drama, We're Alive Frontier, which you can find on Alpha and Apple Podcasts. Finally, last shout-out goes to jordandene.com That's Jordan, D-E-N-E. Com. They're a geek apparel store out of Brooklyn, New York. They help you look nerdy and they're eco-friendly. And if you shop with the promo code GeekSayWhat, say what, you get 20% off your next purchase. So buy a shirt, you heathens. And I believe that's it. Check out UFC 237 this Saturday at May 11th. Undercard has some good stuff, too, on ESPN. And I believe, I think all the UFC pay-per-views now are ESPN+. Plus, so ESPN+, Plus, there. yeah. Um, so yeah, should be a good one. Nami Yunus versus Andraj. Um, and I think that's it. Uh, don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe to join the offensive and to check out r slash titty drop. Cue my music. it i feel like i haven't recorded in a while yeah well you know it's it's crazy because it seems like forever
1: every time we record an mma one it just seems like it takes forever for us to get back to it you know
0: oh yeah i should probably update on everyone what's going on yeah like uh, mike and dave just have like weirder work schedules to work around so we've been trying to move these around and, like make them fit but uh,
1: baseball season started so Dave's yeah. kind of out of the picture and Mike's he's schedule to, is all crazy
0: he's at like the new job so he has not have like the good shift yet yeah exactly yeah, yeah, so he's working on that yeah <laughs> so um, but ap- apparently that's supposed to be fixed soon I hope yeah so we'll see how that goes <laughs> hopefully we
1: get the crew back in because uh, I have a bottle of proper 12 that I've been wanting to open with the whole crew so
0: oh you still got that I still, yeah it's right over oh, there okay. in my kitchen so yeah but yeah, man, it's been forever since I've been done one of these. Uh um oh God, what's been going on since what what the fuck was my last episode? Oh, it was the end game uh, reaction. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> Holy shit, yeah. I feel like it's been forever. Like, um normally we release every Tuesday, so this is one of those recordings where it's like I'm recording Monday, it's gonna be out Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> um which I, I kinda wish we could do that more often. That'd be a lot easier for me. That would be nice. Yeah, just because it's like, oh, we record Friday nights just because it's nice to, like, we can come in and relax, have a drink on the show, and then do our thing. But, uh, yeah, it's, the episode just kind of sits there for a while. So there's always kind of a delay when we talk about stuff. Yeah. Yeah, because...
1: Yeah, Anything could happen.
0: (laughs) Well, it has in the past, especially with these UFC episodes that we do. Yeah. You know, and there's a card change or when, I don't know, some drunk Irishman throws a fucking dolly through a window. Yeah, um, and fucks And he's
1: not even on the card. He just fucks everybody else up.
0: Well, excuse me. He probably wasn't drunk. He was coked out of his mind. Probably. A little bit. Ooh. Um, But yeah, so just uh just updating you all on like what's going on with these mma ones it's still very much part of the show and uh but yeah we're just trying to like work out everyone's schedule so kind of happens when we you know this isn't our full-time gig no um i'd like a gig at any point right now but (laughs) (laughs) down the road yeah down the road i'll be fine yeah um it's been nice um things are starting to finally get like normal for me like uh again like last time we did one of these like i was going through like funerals and um i just lost my job and like going through all that stuff um i, I had fucking two funerals to go through last month how Damn. crazy is that i was so helping plan one and then another family member died fucking crazy is that would oh god I do not even know if I can say this right but
1: I mean like would you want to have a funeral go back to back that way it doesn't give you time to like no. grieve or you just want to like save, like you had one and then six months down the road you had another one like
0: or, I'd rather not deal with it because yeah, yeah. I'm just well, terrible at dealing with funerals yeah. but god damn that was that was rough it's like I was almost numb yeah, man. for those two weeks because it was like I had one burial on Wednesday and then I had um they ended up cremating my uncle, but like this the, the funeral service was yeah. like, you know, less than two weeks. Oh no, just like the following week, that Saturday. It was like, God damn. Yeah, man. Ugh. But uh, yeah, just kinda yeah, March and April it was like, man, it rains at Ports. But uh, uh, you know, we're in May now and then things are starting to finally like settle down. First week of May too, yeah. Yeah. I Wait, today's so- the sixth sixth. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want anything for Cinco de Mayo? Uh yeah. Checked
1: out uh Habana. The it's a Cuban restaurant in the Spectrum. They have a like. Is it next to Buffalo Wild Wings? To be honest with you, I don't know. I just went. Is there. it like Bellaterra? Be- no, no. It was the no. uh, Spectrum. Oh, the Spectrum. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So it was the backside of the Target.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I know what you're talking
1: about. But I mean, amazing food, good brunch. That's what mm-hmm. we went for, and uh, had a Cafe Cubano. And dude, I took. You know, it's those little cups of uh, coffee, but yeah. it's espresso, and mm-hmm. it's what the drink in Cuba or Miami, Oh shit. you know, and dude, I took one uh, cup of that, and I was wired the rest of the day. Yeah? Like, it did not, I didn't, like, come down at all. See, I'm always looking for, like, new
0: types of coffee like that, like...
1: I don't know who can provide that as far as, like, a like Starbucks chain or something like that, but, I mean, I had to try it because it was part of the brunch, so I was like, oh, definitely gonna try that, and Yeah. Oh no, no joke I was fucking so
0: Cuban coffee huh Cuban coffee yeah man cuz forever it's been like oh it's um fucking vietnamese coffee that's the shit that like will Oh keep you
1: up. yeah yeah you know I I tried uh lee's coffee once and I'll never do it again I was wired like I had the shakes <laughs> Yeah, so I'm like, no, oh, I'm cool. I don't even get the shakes when I take uh, pre-workout. But with Lee's coffee, I had the shakes, like I I didn't feel good afterward.
0: <laughs> See, the first time I started taking pre-workout, I've only I've only been doing it a couple of months. Like yeah. the first couple of times I did it, I had the shakes.
1: Oh, did you? Yeah. Did you take a full scoop or no, half no, scoop? No, just half.
0: Yeah. Oh, uh, shit. But yeah, it was just like what the hell? And I thought like, oh, I got pretty good coffee tolerance cuz caffeine tolerance because yeah. like I fucking i drink a lot of coffee do you yeah it's almost a problem how many cups uh, of do you average a day um three? well it's been less now that i haven't been working but when i was working i'd probably go through like two of these ventis like easy oh shit easy yeah like, it wouldn't even be a problem and i'd be and it, that would put me at normal i wouldn't even be energized <laughs> just <laughs> to keep you going yeah i'm like oh, this is so bad but yeah i got used to drinking a lot of coffee that's why i was surprised the pre-workout like did that to me huh Maybe yeah. your body's
1: not used to something like that. Yeah, I
0: guess. But anytime I hear like, "Oh, this coffee's super strong," I'm like, "I gotta try that." <laughs> I got like, give me that.
1: Yeah, uh I. It was part of the brunch, like I said, and it was uh Cafe Cubano, and it was you know,
0: it was pretty fucking legit. It was good. Oh sure, it yeah. out. But you didn't get like super sloppy drunk or anything like that. No, a like good amount.
1: Um, like, I had to work the the like that night, uh, so I just kind of uh got
0: pretty,
1: you know, just nice. it's a like, good buzz going
0: that's kind of a weird holiday to drink for you know yeah. considering like, if you look in like w- what's the significance of this day it's it's like the battle of Puebla and you're like oh we're gonna we're gonna people get died. sloppy drunk for this it's yeah
1: like, it's funny you see all those memes of people like uh you know everybody you know t- or telling Mexicans to you know Mexico Mexicans to you know deport back to Mexico and all mm-hmm. this stuff and then you know but then you're Mexican on Cinco de while.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You're like, hey Yeah. It's
1: like, oh that's kinda
0: of why is that out. okay today? We'll <laughs> <laughs> lower the wall today. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, they're fine. Yeah. yeah, it's weird. And it's funny too, since I used to work for a beer company and like one of the biggest beer days of the oh, year yeah. is Cinco de Mayo. And yeah. you're like, Oh, it's kinda weird I'm pushing beer on this type of day, but okay. <laughs>
1: Yeah, then they had the, <laughs> what do you call it? They had a Canelo versus Jacobs fight, That's too. That's
0: right. Canelo yeah. looked pretty good in that from what I saw. Um, he had good head movement and stuff, and it was kind of like, um, I mean, I only saw the highlights. I didn't even bother getting the pay-per-view because I didn't want to deal with the zone stuff. But, uh, I mean, the highlights I saw, I'm like, I guess he looks good. I was expecting him to win. Yeah. Um, well, speaking yeah. of that,
1: ESPN+, Plus, when you had a, they just had their recent fight last month, mm-hmm. um, and people had some issues with trying to get the pay-per-view event with really? the ESPN Plus because Well, they,
0: I, I don't have it. You have it, though.
1: I do, but I in order to get it, then you can watch it on your TV. It was kind of like a hassle for everybody because everybody thought they could just go through their TV and get it, but you actually had to go through the website, and then you can watch it. You couldn't just go through the app. You had to actually go on the website.
0: Oh, that's weird.
1: Yeah, but now I guess they figured it out, and... Um, they're able to. You can. You're able to get it through the app and still be able to watch it. So, oh.
0: I, I feel like this is just kind of like growing pains because all of this is like pretty new. Like, I mean, we're in our 30s and we grew up with pay per view model, you yeah. know. And now that they're figuring all this out, you know, I know there'll be complaints, but I, I feel like that stuff's going to be kind of normal anytime there's any kind of new tech or new way to watch something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's just where the future is.
1: Oh yeah, my old man kind of had a. He was a little pissed off about it.
0: He gave, me, <laughs> he gave me an earful
1: about the zone. He was like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah,
0: the zone. I heard yeah. is a huge hassle. Yeah,
1: yeah. And um, I, I didn't get a chance to watch the fight. I saw highlights afterward, but uh, I heard it was kind of like a kind of a shit show as well.
0: It was a shit show, really. Yeah, as far as what like the whole
1: accla acclamations, or not the acclamations, like the whole it's uh, just like the big theater about it. You know, they just wasn't as professional as it should have been. You know.
0: The, uh... Oh, the actual, like, production of the Yeah, the, the production. There you go. Yeah. Oh.
1: Yeah. Like, so, what
0: was uh, what was the issue? I,
1: I, I haven't seen it, but just mm-hmm. seeing on Twitter, like, a lot of people were kind of like, what the fuck is this? So, just seeing the reviews and things like that.
0: Well, I know with the Triple G stuff, um... Well, I, as far as I could tell, the Triple G stuff was fine. And mm-hmm. then I saw... Oh, it was before that. Chavez Jr. saw that. That was just a boring fight. Yeah. Um... Huh, I wonder what happened. Yeah,
1: I, I, don't, I don't know. I Maybe it's no. just because the zone. It's fucking, or
0: it's fucking, uh, fucking uh, Oscar De La Hoya.
1: Yeah, up. Golden Boy. The, we saw what happened with the UFC event. Or, or not his GFC, MMA goes, event. event. Yeah. Fuck,
0: man. He Ugh. was like, you didn't even know the fighters' names. I'm like, man, lay off the coke. Bro. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think that was his
1: first and last one. So, hopefully.
0: Uh, man, see, that's the thing about that. It was a shit show, but I hope they do more just so there's another avenue. For the for fighters
1: aside from Bellator, and um, Bellator,
0: yeah, there's the big three and then a ton of small ones. Yeah, uh but yeah, anytime there's more avenues for fighters to like you know perform their craft, like I'm all for it. um I, And it's funny like how that's changed over the years. I used to think like, oh, we just need the one governing one, like the you know just the UFC, because you know, that's all you see with other sports. It's like there's the NBA, the NFL. Yeah. And you think, like, oh, that's how it's supposed to be. But well, I'm like, it's a little different for fighters, you know? Soon
1: enough, we might get the XFL. Or we are getting the XFL, right?
0: 2020. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so, I don't know if you remember. Did, were you, did you watch it? Oh, the yeah. first time around. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. I watched it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you know you get that as, you, as soon as you watch it, something new, and then everything's cool. But then after that, it kind of like mm, dies down, and yeah. it just it didn't appeal to me no more after that.
0: Well, there was that. Um, did you see that that thirty for thirty oh, on Netflix? So, that was amazing. Oh my god, good. that was 30 so 30 good. 30. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ESPN can do it, right, when yeah. it comes to these uh, documentaries. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, the XFL last time was a shit show. Just because Vince McMahon was like too hands-on with it, and I'm like, it should just be about the football. Get get out of there, Vince. I remember all the dumb publicity stunts, like... Um Because I watched, like, every game. Um, (laughs) Yeah, because they had this one where, like, oh, at halftime, we're going to go into the locker room of the cheerleaders. It's like, oh. And then when they did, it was some dumb wrestling skit. Like, Vince McMahon's there Uh, uh, outside of the locker room. Being some perv. And he's like, no, 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 no. So what he does is, like, he's yelling at the cameraman, like, get ready for this. This is going to be a writing extravaganza or something. And then he, like, he throws the cameraman into the door and he knocks the cameraman out. And it goes into... The cameraman's, like, dilute what he's dreaming of. Oh, geez. It's this dumb skit. And I'm like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> I'm like, Vince, this isn't a wrestling crowd. Yeah. You have to, like, cater to a football crowd. Um, and I, I was hopeful for it because um, with football, like, there are those guys who probably just need that, like... Experience or that one extra level of that one extra year of seasoning, and it was. I thought it was like a good outlet for, like, hey, maybe this guy just needs a little bit more time on the field, then he'll be ready for the big leagues. And um, it was just nice to have another avenue within the U.S. 'Cause back then I think they just had the C F L, which is still around. Yes, yeah, there, there was Arena there's Arena football um, and um,
1: I don't know if the Arena Football league is still around anymore.
0: No, no, but back then. Oh yeah, back then. Back sorry. then yeah, there yeah. was and then um was NFL Europe still around? Maybe it just folded. Yeah, NFL Europe was still around. Okay. Back then, yeah. Yeah. And I, I just liked having like um because I mean that's pretty fucking rough if it's like you know, you're the superstar in college and then it's like boop, that's it. Uh, It was nice having like, okay, maybe, you know, you just need a little experience and then you can try to make it happen and get just one more shot, you know. I wonder
1: what, I forget what the percentage is. I think it's like less than 10 or it's a real low percentage of college players making it into uh, the NFL.
0: Well, think about it. Like sixty or so people on the field, and then you have the practice teams. And, yeah, yeah, and um, that's not
1: accounting for D one, D two, yeah, D three, and all that stuff. So yeah, so or there's those schools.
0: so from high school to college, it's it's already tough. Yeah, but you know it's doable. But then from college to NFL, that's that's insane. That's where the drop off happens. Just to think you're tough shit, and then you get like a fucking rude awakening, and it's like, well, no. that's the thing. Like people who are better than ninety nine percent of the population, mm-hmm. probably there's a good number of those guys out there who weren't good enough for the NFL. Yeah, how crazy is that? It's cra- or yeah, or something happened where there was like they got injured, or they had to handle some family shit, or and they couldn't do it, or they went to the military. Yeah. Or you know. oh, they're coming out
1: with that movie, uh, Brian Banks, I believe that's what it's called, where the kid from Long was Beach, Pauly or De La Salle, I forgot, but he was uh, wrongly accused for rape and he spent like 10 <gasps> oh, years.
0: Oh, I there. saw that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That
1: one caught me big hard because I mean, like I remember the story and he was supposed to get USC and he was a big time recruit and yeah. um, NFL teams are already talking about him like, you know, they can't wait till he excels in university mm-hmm. and then comes out. But yeah, he kind of got his life short or cut short or his career cut short because of that.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. That that's fucking always sad to see, especially from high school to college. That yeah. that's the most heartbreaking. Like yeah, something dude. happens. So much potential, but mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Like, um, that's why I'm a sucker for like Last Chance of You, you ever watch that show? Oh, dude, I love that yeah, show. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hell yeah! Oh yeah, yeah you've—it's t- the other guys I haven't seen it yet. I'm like, hurry up, man! <laughs> there's, yeah, there's so much content out
1: there. It's hard to like catch up with everything, you know. Right? We mm-hmm. were just talking about Punisher. I still haven't caught that or caught up with that.
0: Have you started season two?
1: I have not. I so saw good. season one. Yeah, right. So, so good. good. I know I only have a limited time, probably because they'll probably take it off pretty
0: soon. Do you think? Well, it's a Netflix original, so I feel like that'll be there. Oh, okay. That's just their library. Yeah. So you know what I've been watching
1: is uh, Ugly Delicious with Dave Chang. It's uh, oh,
0: it's a, it's a documentary type of thing. Yeah, it's right? documentary
1: yeah. about uh, and they you know they focus on a certain food and then mm-hmm. they kind of like incorporate like basically. You know, different types of political views, religions, or what have you. And then they try to incorporate with the food and how everybody mm-hmm. can get along because of this certain type of food. Yeah. Yeah. And that It's really good. Oh, man.
0: I got to check that one out. That's yeah, really good. Yeah. Not, you're right. There's a lot
1: good, to watch. No, yeah. Good. And it's good to watch because yeah. I love fucking food.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Over the weekend, it was definitely about uh, like Game of Thrones again. Oh. Uh, we haven't talked about like the. We've talked about this season at all, have we? Not on not the show. Not
1: really. No. We kind of like. You know, touched here and there, but never really focused, but you'll, you'll have something I mean, coming pretty good. Yeah, come we're
0: going to record soon before the finale, but yeah. uh, we'll sh- how, how do you feel about this season so far?
1: I love it, man. Love it. Yeah, I fucking love it. I, even though, like, I was talking to my brother about it, because him and I will watch it together, like, we make sure we watch it together, um, but like, I told him, you know, the last episode, or the the big fight episode. Mm-hmm. Um, episode three. Yeah, there were some plot holes, obviously. And the, the cinematography was kind of, you know... I had an issue with it because it was really dark. So mm-hmm. it was hard for me to watch it on my TV. But even still, like, that enthusiasm and then the kind of, like, feeling I got watching it. You can't, you can't take that away. It's priceless, mm-hmm. man. It's like... like I, I, that, that feeling, I fucking love it. You know, yeah. just on the edge of my seat just watching that show.
0: Yeah, I, I'm torn because as a whole, I love Game of Thrones. Uh-huh. and I love the show as a whole. But... Uh, Um, there's been some noticeable drops in quality in terms of the writing and the dialogue ever since they surpassed the books, which is like, okay, let's expect it. I'll give them that. I mean, the real hardcore fans are like complaining, like, well, mainly the people on Reddit, but like, um, (laughs) a lot of hardcore fans are like complaining, like ever since like season four or so it's been like downhill. But I mean, I've been enjoying the ride the whole time. Yeah. Um, but this season in particular, I'm kind of torn just because... I felt one was kind of overwhelming, but I was just like, all right, you know, maybe I overhyped it. It's been over a year. Yeah. It's just set up. And I'm like, okay, fine. Second episode comes in. And I'm, I'm all in. Yeah. I'm like, wow, the dialogue is really good again. It was really about the characters. The emotions were there. And I'm like, oh, this is awesome. So episode two, I'm like, sweet. You're sweet. in. Episode three comes around. And it was one of those funny things where... In the moment, watching the episode, uh-huh. I'm, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I'm, I'm on the ride, and I guess that's in general how I watch things. I go on the ride first, and, uh, and mostly I'm caught up into it, and, like, I'm watching all these cool sequences, and I'm like, oh, this is crazy. I'm like, oh, my God, that happened, and then, um, oh, yeah, spoiler alert. Sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, we'll do it later. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then after the episode, I was just like, oh, that was great, and then I slept on it, and then I'm like wait a minute Yeah, <laughs> there's like a few things i'm like wait why didn't they why why'd they send all them brown people out first
1: <laughs> yeah i mean you
0: uh melisandra
1: like, comes up like with the bde with the fucking just hey let's light up these swords that was
0: cool that's i was awesome. like sweet all right there's magic coming back That's like yeah. all right let's let's see this shit and then um i'll admittedly the shot was cool but the they send the dothraki out first to charge into the darkness dothraki Jorah, and ghost and ghost yeah. um and it, and it it's crazy at first cuz you see all the all the blades like still on fire and they slowly go out and it's really eerie and i'm like oh that was cool yeah but then after in the moment i was just like whoa yeah. and then, but afterward i was just like why would you send your cavalry out? You're on defense. You don't have to do this. We you, you can't even see what the hell's going on some out of the, there. Some
1: of the baddest motherfuckers you know is Dothraki. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. we just
0: wasted like all these Dothraki riders, and I'm like, huh, that's that's not really sound. Maybe, I don't know, if they had some way to thin out their herd. Oh, wait, they have a couple of dragons. Like, <laughs> um, But yeah, just stuff like that got to me afterward because when I... When I I kind of like fast forwarded through the episode again. I'm like, oh, okay. oh th- it was a lot of like this sequence is really cool, mm-hmm. like on its own. But then you put it in, within the context of the story, you're like, huh, wonder, wonder why that happened. Um, Stay in the fucking castle. <laughs> yeah, maybe put more dragon glass out on the spikes. Yeah. Uh, maybe start shooting at them while they're just standing there. I, I don't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're like you're gonna use those arrows anyway. Um, I
1: just remember kept thinking like this is it. Like there's. Yeah. This is because the way the Night King was, the way mm-hmm. the, the soldiers were, they're just, and then you had John running after him and it's like, yeah. and then he just turned around with this fucking smug smile and he just lifts everybody up, raises yeah. the dead again. It's just like, see, that was a cool moment. Yeah. You're
0: like, oh shit, this is for real. Yeah. But this
1: is like, this is it. Cause I felt like there was no way they can defeat them. You had to yeah. kill the Night King. Like, that's Yeah. You I had thought
0: it was going to be a thing where it's like, all right, we're going to, we're going to escape yeah. and then try to like fucking regroup and be like, they'll work something out with Cersei or something. Like yeah. try to do something. Um but uh again there again there are cool sequences within it like Arya sneaking through that um the library. Yeah. Like that was a really cool like tense sequence. That was like watching a horror film. Yeah. yeah. That was really cool. Um but then he just have Brand peace out for no reason. Yeah, hey, I'm, go, I'm gonna go fly with
1: these Ravens. Like
0: he even says yeah. it's like I have to go now. And yeah. then you're like what? Hey, yeah, hey man. There's a there's a fight going on, man. Like <laughs> fucking do something. Grab Can a, you? Yeah, go into the dragon, the night king. Yeah, warg like, into a dragon or something. Help fuck, us out here. Fuck. Hey man. man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was. I don't. Uh, I don't know, and I thought that would pay off in episode, the next episode they'd tell us like what happened, but no, there's no mention of it no. whatsoever, and you're like, did they just not care? Like what's going on here? I again, I'm being like, I'm gonna really, I, I have some issues with what's going on in the season right now, but I'm gonna hold on. Until it's done, because yeah. I'm 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 a big promote I'm a big proponent of like let's let it play out and see what's going on here. Yeah, and I'm hoping there's answers for everything. Well, a lot of these fan we'll theories see. are not
1: panning out the way people thought
0: they were. I'm not too upset about that. Me it's, neither, just it's just kind of weird when it seems like the original author like set up all this stuff and then it's just kind of like eh. He had to write off on it though, right? I think what happened was George R. R. Martin told uh, Weiss and Benioff, like, hey, these are the three big things that are going to happen, and, like, some notes here and there, but I don't think he gave him, like, a full manuscript or anything like that.
1: So, eventually, he's going to write the book, right? I hope so. So... We hope so. The book can eventually just be totally different than what we're watching. It could be.
0: I I was telling my friend, um, talking with my friend Sean about this, like... Yeah, maybe George just he's just testing out endings. <laughs> he just gave him like he gave him the first draft ending and was like, let's see how this does. And it's like Ooh, that's not working out too well. Alright, I'm gonna <laughs> add some stuff.
1: <laughs> wait, this is Sean the He's in New York. Okay. Yeah. Oh wait, is this the one that just got uh, engaged? Yeah. Oh, oh shit. Hey, out.
0: congrats. Yeah, yeah shout, shout out to man. my friend Sean. <laughs> just got engaged. Oh, Speaking of which, shout out to uh, the OG co-host for this show, uh, Ken Rolo, who just got married to his lovely wife, Ebony. Uh, So, yeah, big shout out to him. Uh, Yeah, that's how I spent my last weekend. Good, man. (laughs) Yeah, I was the MC for that wedding. It was kind of a last-minute, like, uh, very loose... Like itinerary, but it all worked out. Everyone had a good time. Uh, The
1: force was with you because it was on May fourth, right? Yeah, Yeah, I was
0: definitely like, "What?" There were a lot of points up when I was on stage, and I was just like, "What do I do here?" (laughs) The Jedi came out. Yeah, I was just like, "What happened at this wedding?" I'll do that (laughs) (laughs) because I was also like DJ too. And oh, you were? Yeah, but it's it was just off a playlist. So, Uh but it was just the YouTube videos. So there was one. There was one point where. I forgot what fucking song it was, but um, all the songs were there because all their respective videos were there. But uh-huh. um, it, the videos are different. You know how the videos different from the actual, like you know, the actual song. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, so sometimes there's like a break in the video that's not there in the song it's like oh shit and they're like what happened i'm like oh surprise yeah sorry. it's like oh god <laughs>
1: and then there's advertisements too right
0: no they had a youtube premium account, oh so there you like, go okay good, or red whatever that's called um so that was like okay that's one less thing to worry about but uh, still it was just like uh, yeah, i was panicking you- the whole time I was like oh, i didn't get a run sheet so i don't know what's <laughs> going on <laughs> I'm like learning everyone's name before right before I announce. I'm like, "Uh, oh, Katie something. Uh. If you can if you can name off Zabi uh
1: and I can't even say his last name. But if you can name him, I'm pretty oh. sure you can name any name." Oh.
0: Yeah, but it's it's still like I'm kind of sensitive about, like, getting your name right because yeah. it, it happened to me growing up. Like, my, everyone gets my last name wrong. Uh-huh. Um, so, that's why I'm very much, like, I, I need to say your name right. Like, that's... I, I really, like, <laughs> get concerned about that. So, even though, yeah, I can I can nail a Dagestani name, but, like, I got to make sure I'm still saying it right is what I'm getting at. Yeah. Because <laughs> there were some, like, spelled, like, um, really, like, simply, like, S it was like s-h-o-l-l um because i was i would have just said shawl like you know yeah you're like you're wearing a shawl but it was like no it's shawl i'm like okay it's like that stuff i'm looking for um but it worked out yeah it worked out everyone had a good time so yeah it was just one of those things it's like okay it just kind of all came together which is you know which is usual for a wedding yeah you know everyone's just there to drink dance eat have a good time
1: they usually say it goes by like Oh, man, flesh. it did. Yeah. It
0: did. It was a short reception, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because we got there. It was supposed to start at 7. It started at almost 8. Cosplay, then, right? Huh? They cosplayed? Everybody cosplayed in some, um, in some capacity? Sort of. It's called bounding. Do you know what that is? Mm-mm. So uh, you see it normally at Disney. It's so, like Disney bounding is like you're not wearing a costume, uh-huh. but you're wearing clothes that will kind of remind you of someone. Oh, like,
1: like what they do on Dapper Day? A little bit. Okay.
0: So, but it's not like formal clothes, Mm -hmm. not just formal clothes. It could be like, you know, if you're wearing like the color scheme of a certain hero or you're wearing something that they would wear in their casual. Think, um, remember that show Power Rangers? Yeah. Think how they like dressed in their regular life. You could do like stuff like that. It's like, oh, he's clearly the Red Ranger. (laughs) Stuff like that. Um... But yeah, so some people did that. Um, one dude had like a full-on like beast mask, like Beauty and the Beast. No way! Yeah, he was wearing
1: that. <laughs> did he have a beauty with him or? or yeah, I mean, so his
0: his girl his date was. Uh, I don't know if it was his girlfriend or not, but his date was dressed in like a yellow dress, but it wasn't like full-on like Belle like that gown that she was wearing. Uh-huh. But it was like, oh, it, it reminds you of Bell. Yeah, enough yeah. for you to get the yeah the gist of it. Mm-hmm. Nice. So there was there was that no straight up like cosplay. Although Ebony's dress was the dress at the reception was like obviously princess leia oh yeah she cool. had her hair up in like buns too oh that's awesome yeah so she was didn't do the uh what do you call it um
1: the bikini one
0: <laughs> oh no well maybe on the honeymoon Ooh, i don't know shout out to ken had a boy good for him yeah right um and then, uh, yeah, we had, like, uh, oh, yeah, so the the thing I was learning all the names for, like, kind of announcing everyone, they, uh-huh. well, I had to, like, organize it really quickly because there was no rehearsal for it. We kind of just lined everyone up, and everyone had a lightsaber, and they made a little oh. archway for everybody. Yeah. Way cool. Yeah, JPG was there, too. He was holding, he had the Captain America shield with him. Did he? Yeah. Bastard. <laughs> That's so awesome. Yeah. But it was a fun night, um, and uh, uh, it ended up well, so that was the important thing. Good. So. Shout out to them. Yeah, that was a that was a stressful evening for me. <laughs> I was sweat because it's. Again, I know it's not, like, a serious thing, but it's, like, it's still someone's wedding. I'm gonna care. I'm going to put that pressure on myself. I yeah. can't help it.
1: That's good, though. You're the yeah. type of person to just give it your all.
0: Yeah. 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 And, obviously, for someone like Ken, who's, obviously, a dear friend, but also helped build this show, too. Yeah. So, shout out to Ken, and congratulations to Mr. and Mrs. Rolo. Have a happily ever after. Yeah. Or go. geekly ever after. Or geekly ever yeah. after. There we go. <laughs> That's what it said on their invite. Oh, way cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, that was... Was fun. Um but then yeah, after that it was all it was the only thing on everyone's mind was Game of Thrones after that <laughs> oh, easily. Yeah. But yeah, what do you think of the the fourth episode?
1: Um I thought it was a nice tribute to everybody that died. Um especially Jorah. God, I love Jorah. Um Yeah, man. Yeah, he went down protecting his queen, man. Through and through, so I
0: thought more people would have died in that battle.
1: I thought so too, but yeah. there's still two more episodes left, so We'll see how it goes. I th- I feel like, uh, and again, spoiler: uh, Gray Worm's gonna fucking kill everyone. Oh <laughs> yeah, he's pissed. <laughs> oh, they dude. killed
0: Misande, which I was expecting. I was like, okay, yeah. But in the manner they did it, I'm like, oh, Gray Worm's Ruthless. gonna go. I hope he gets to go on like a rampage. Oh, I hope so too. Man. Or they're gonna do what they did to Rhaegal and just fucking ice him right <laughs> the bat. Yeah, it's uh, it, it was it was funny because the shot opened with them flying and then beep dead.
1: Yeah, and it was kind of like um. Bittersweet because you had them flying. Everything seemed to be going well. Mm-hmm. You know, the ships are coming. They were going to, you know, do what they, as they planned. And then all of a sudden, boom. And Rhaegal, you know, he survived. Because at the end of the third episode, nobody really knew if he survived or not. Mm. You know, yeah. and, and then you see him flying. And he's kind of getting his, his strength back. And then, boom, just fucking took a couple yeah, shots.
0: And, it was funny, though. I, I think they kind of made a mistake in the staging or the blocking of that scene. Because... The way the way those sh- Euron ships were positioned, I'm like they should have seen him coming. Yeah, because there's this one shot, I'm like, how did you not see the ships? Come? Again, it it's probably just like a minor mistake.
1: There's there was a couple mistakes because we got to see a Starbucks cup in the uh, production.
0: <laughs> That's right. I was yeah. gonna get to that. The um, fucking <laughs> at the <laughs> dinner where everyone's celebrating, um, fucking uh, there's like a Starbucks cup in front of da- Daenerys. It's funny though, but that sort of thing happens in productions a lot. You'll always see like something like leftover, and it it's just. Um,
1: but the way that people are, everybody's so, you know, consumed by Game of Thrones. No, you can't, you know. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like those little minor mistakes people are not even minor. It's a mistake, period. Yeah. People are going to fucking find it. No matter yeah. What. But
0: yeah. yeah, it seems like, like I said, like that happens all the time yeah. you, you see mistakes like that so i'm like eh, they made it this far with that with that just once like fine although some people are saying it's a conspiracy because starbucks oh, <laughs> think about it man they just just pay, starbucks just pays them like hey just leave this cup there <laughs> fucking everyone's talking about yeah. it well so. starbucks
1: even tweeted it out saying, uh, they should have ordered a dragon drink or whatever yeah yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. maybe i don't know oh, could have been <laughs>
1: Hawk, who knows? Uh,
0: but uh, yeah, the episode was weird. Fucking, uh Brienne finally got got laid. Yeah, was just like, oh, shit I even think about that? And I, I was hoping for Torment.
1: I'm like, oh. it's so weird saying this, but I'm actually happy to see Jamie fuck somebody else instead of a sister.
0: Man, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if that's your step up, Jesus. Yeah, right. <laughs> Is it your sister? No. Oh, great! great yeah.
1: <laughs> you even see uh, Tyrion. who was like good for you. <laughs> yeah. that—that <You know?
0: laughs> was, that was actually a fun scene too with him and Jamie. And, and yeah, it
1: was even nice to see when uh, uh, Braun came in. Yeah, and, yeah. And you're and you're expecting him to kill him, and he's like, you know, playing both cards, which he usually does. That's, and
0: yeah, in character, I feel like he's gonna get like a gruesome death because of that, though. You think so? I think because he's gonna find out. It's like, did you kill him? And you're like, no. I'm like, well, yeah found out you betrayed them and then bam uh, yeah who uh, knows although I've also heard um interesting one like Euron might turn on Cersei, and I'm like oh yeah oh. he yeah he's kind I'm of like oh that might that might make sense but I but not like yeah, I, don't, yeah.
1: I don't know because he, she did say I have your kid in my you know like she did tell uh, me she's gonna have she, a kid though?
0: I, I'm still not buying it
1: well she's drinking a hell of a lot of wine so
0: I don't know that's just healthy for what's right. Yeah, kids, that's just know. her. I'm just like oh, I don't know. I'm not buying in Still, I yeah. still think she's lying. She's just saying it. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I, I was kind of like it started. The fourth episode started off well, but overall, I was like, eh.
1: It got me the most when Ghosts was gonna go up north with Tormund. Yeah,
0: hey, Jon Snow, pet the goddamn dog. <laughs> Give that's, him your that's love. That's been my biggest fucking like thing about this whole season. Like, hey, just just tell me he's a good boy. Come on. I mean, previous episodes, I forgot what season it was, but like he's
1: like, oh, there's my boy. Like when he found him again, you know. Yeah. Yeah. The loyal fucking companion through and through, and you're just now you're like, gonna literally throw him a bone, like yeah. you, you know. Beat him
0: something, like pat him on the head. Yeah, something. Good job, pig. You know, yeah, that will do. He's like, no, I got a dragon now. It's fine. Dragon's dead. I'm like, you're a lousy pet owner. Yeah, right, Jon Snow. God damn you. He's been he's been off his A game for a long time now. Ever since he died. (laughs) (laughs) I'm definitely Team Varus though. After this episode, I'm like,
1: oh shit. He's the reason. Yeah. Yeah. He's definitely the reasoning of everything, like the level-headed guy, just Mm seeing the the big picture, and everybody's consumed by their own agenda, Mm -hmm. yeah. I think I like Sansa too. I feel like her; she's also too a level headed as well. Yeah.
0: Also, maybe not tell Sansa your deepest, darkest secret because it's not going to stay a secret once she knows. He did tell them though. This stays between us to the oh, dead. Oh fuck uh, God damn it, John. Yeah. Right.
1: Arya, of course, you can. She's loyal through and through, and yeah. she actually doesn't even give a fuck, you know.
0: Yeah, but it's also because John's so goddamn naive. Yeah, true. Which uh, my girlfriend pointed out. It's like yeah, it's just like Ned, and you're like. Fuck. Oh, so there's some there's some parallels there, which is nice. Very true. God but, damn it, uh, damn it, yeah, Kelly. I th- I think John's. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like he's gonna make the same mistakes as as Ned. Um, it's he's, he's just gonna get himself killed for trusting the wrong people. Yeah, because man, this is really. These last two episodes can go either way. Because you
1: know, usually you have a happily, you know, you have a happy ending, but these. Game of Thrones is not Thrones will, like that. It
0: won't have a happy ending. Well, I think um, Martin said it'll be like a bittersweet ending. Okay. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, but yeah, I... Uh there's two episodes left we're gonna have a game of thrones episode recording tomorrow should it should be out right before the last episode so we'll see i'll get some uh i'm bringing on a couple of guys from the nerds on the roll podcast and like they, they've read the book so they're like balls deep into it so we'll, we'll get their take on it too yeah but yeah well I, I just feel like it's just fun to have like a show like this again that the whole nation is talking about because oh, yeah. the last one i can remember maybe is like what? sort of how I Met Your Mother. Oh, yeah. No, but, I mean, as in like, it, around for the finale. Huh? Oh, I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Walking Dead, it kind of petered off. Because it, apparently it's still going on. I had no idea. Is it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't. Uh, but before that, it was like Friends. It, it's just crazy that... Breaking Bad? Oh, Breaking Bad! Breaking yeah. Bad was phenomenal. That was a big yeah. one. Yeah. What else was there? Seinfeld. That was another Seinfeld one. Seinfeld too. Everyone was How watching I met your for mother, that
1: one. Friends. You know those big kind of like The mm-hmm. Office, of course. Uh,
0: yeah, but even that, it didn't feel like it. It was at the same level as like this. No. So this is especially now that everything's digital and like no one's really watching network TV. You're not going to have that 40 million plus viewers Mm-mm. on one thing anymore. People are bootlegging because. But, yeah, but everyone's yeah. like bootlegging and pirating and like this, the streaming stuff. Um, but think about this though. It's crazy that HBO, which is something that's not readily available, yeah, and it's still like the most watched show. The premium cable fiction show is like the biggest show in the world right now. I think Dish doesn't even have it right now. Dish yeah.
1: doesn't have HBO because yeah, uh, people had,
0: have to get the streaming service. They have to get the streaming service. Yeah, yeah. and it's still watched, like you said. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then yeah. like like we were saying, it's pirated too. So yeah. it's crazy to, like to have that kind of show, which kind of speaks to the overall. Um, impact it's having and that it's like what they did do right mm-hmm. despite all the 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 complaints people have now like overall you can't like take away from the, the impact they're having yeah of course yeah when and a then, show can impact a culture like this it's crazy fuck,
1: fuck all you people that say I'm the 1% I, I, I know I've talked about this before but the fuck you guys that say I'm the 1% I have never seen an episode of Game of Thrones fuck you guys because <laughs> you're missing out you know you're missing out on something that's
0: just so big yeah, when it's, again, this big, like, you know, it's not really something to brag about. Like, oh, I've never watched one episode of Game of Thrones. It's like, Then what are you doing bye. with your life? <laughs> yeah, well, it's funny because the people that I see in my social media posting stuff like that, it's people I never talk to anymore. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but, uh, yeah, man. Let's, let's hope these last two episodes pay off.
1: I know. We have a UFC, uh, you know, this is our UFC episode or podcast and we're talking about Game of Thrones. <laughs>
0: That's all right. Yeah. <laughs> but everyone is kind of sleeping on UFC 237. Because um, I haven't seen much in terms of advertising for mm-hmm. it. Um, and it's a big one. It's Nami Yunus versus Andrade for the strawweight title. Yeah. And it's in Brazil, too. So Nami Yunus, normally it's, you know, the, the, you go to the champ, but the champs go to Brazil for this one.
1: Um well the spiders on there too though, and he's a you know obviously Brazil. Yeah. Brazilian.
0: Yeah, so I, I guess like they want like a big one and to be honest, andraj might she might win this one. Um but the, yeah, the card actually should be exciting. There's a few big names on there like Anderson Silva and Jose Aldo. Um but did you know Clay Guida and BJ Penn and fucking Noguera are on this card yeah, too? Yeah, uh, Little Nog, right? Yeah, Little yeah. Nog. Like, holy shit, Lil Nong's still doing the damn thing. Yeah.
1: And then Beth. uh, uh, Beth Kohea. Beth Kohea. Yeah, Yeah. she's fighting. She's a big, you know, big time.
0: No, but I'm talking about these old fucking Clay Guida and BJ Penn. Are you serious? Yeah, man. Dude, and Nogueira's been doing it forever. Just as long as his brother has. God damn. Well, his brother retired a few years ago. I Lil Nog. I can't believe he's still going. Exactly. And BJ. They've Penn. got so many years on them in terms of fight game.
1: BJ Penn and Clay Guida have been you, fighting. How old is BJ Penn?
0: Uh, let me check it out. He's got to be at least mid thirties by now. He's 40. been fighting forever. He's Forty years old. He's
1: Forty. So Forty-one in December, and then Mother Clay fucker. Guida. He is thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. He'll be Thirty-eight in December as well. Jesus Christ. Well, and then fucking Spider. He's forty-four.
0: I'm, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, he's forty-four. God damn, these guys should have been retired. <laughs> I I remember the days when um they were like at the top of their game and they were the names and it's crazy they're still going now. Normally, like early to mid thirties, you're you're out of the game already. Yeah, but, I
1: don't God. I don't understand the meaning behind it. Like, there's what what are you fighting for?
0: I'm guessing maybe they're trying to fight out their contracts or I I don't know, man. I I was hoping like. They'd retire, and maybe the UFC like takes care of them. But they really, you really can't expect that anymore from the UFC. Yeah, um, I don't,
1: I don't understand. I mean, God, like guys, like you know, you have Ice, you know, Chuck Liddell, who's still fighting in some capacity when he fought Tito. Bum me out. Yeah, yeah exactly. That and, looks so sad. And I know Dana was trying to protect him as far as like, yeah. you know, keeping him a job on UFC and things like that.
0: Well, they, that went out the window when the new ownership came in. They're like all these honorary jobs. I think like. Um, Chuck and Matt Hughes they both had kind of jobs like that where it's like just honorary you didn't have to do anything but they kept on payroll Mm -hmm. yeah I think they tossed those out right away the only one who lucked out with that is Forrest Griffin because he's actually like doing something yeah he
1: does uh, what does he do
0: he works for the performance center
1: that's right Yeah, yeah 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 so and he does advertisement for them too I yeah he kind of and he helps tires.
0: out yeah and he helps out fighters there too so uh, yeah. he was on rogan recently and with uh one of the other guys from the pi and not the philippines the performance. <laughs> so, the performance institute is what they call it um that's why i got confused when i saw ufc pi i'm like oh they're gonna go to the philippines it's like no no performance institute it's like oh Wow, it's well, weird
1: <laughs> Speaking of the Philippines Going off topic Speaking of the Philippines You know they were voted uh, tops. I think it was like 10 sexiest uh, Was it language Or sexiest accents Really? Yeah Or I uh, I don't know if you got that Text through uh, Jordan uh, Maddie, Oh, I, Officer Maddie's I didn't uh, read it, buddy but, uh, but yeah That's
0: it's a little strange Yeah <laughs> I uh, And I am Filipino You'd yeah. think I'd be biased towards it But um
1: Huh. I saw the that Filipino life shout out to them. Uh, I know they posted that as well.
0: We have sexiest accent? I don't know. Maybe or
1: language or I, I forgot what it. I think it was accents or language. Uh, <laughs> uh,
0: Maybe they're evolving. Uh, I, don't know. I don't know about that. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. We have some <laughs> of the best looking people. I'll say that. Yes, they do. But. Uh, I don't know about that accent, because <laughs> I, my parents watch the Filipino channel like constantly, yeah. and like I can't stand like any of <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? Um, but that's, that's weird. <laughs> anyway, UFC two thirty. Right. Let's <laughs> jump into some of these picks. Um First up, you got uh, at lightweight, you got Francisco Trinaldo versus Carlos Diego Ferreira um, I didn't realize Trinaldo was forty years old when I started looking up these fights. I was like, yeah. what the fuck? Um he's coming off a win I forgot against who, but he is coming off a win. Uh, he looked good in it, but um this Ferra guy, he's like t- he's a uh, mid He's, on, he's yeah, on a four mid- fight win streak, but he's like he's in his twenties and I'm like, he looks good, he's aggressive. Black belt on the in jiu-jitsu. Mid thirties. He's in his mid thirties. Um I mean and that's the thing like there's a, degree, again like what i point out with like every card there's a reason like the card starting with these two motherfuckers um because uh, i feel like someone's going out or at least they'll be swinging for the fences the whole time mm-hmm. trinaldo's big and pa- he's uh well, not big but he's powerful um he oh it was against uh evan dunham that it was he yeah. hit evan dunham with a, a well-timed like uh knee of the liver oh it's brutal and it happened so quick that that I didn't see what happened until the replay. Um so you, you gotta think he's a crafty veteran. Fajera is aggressive, he comes straight in. Um it's gonna be a mess. It's kinda like Trenaldo has to survive the storm to win this one, but um it should be a fun match to watch to open up the card. I, I kinda I see Ferrara taking this one um via decision. Uh is just kind of a tough veteran, so I don't I don't think he'll get finished, but we'll see what happens. Maybe he throws another well timed knee.
1: <laughs> yeah, i I echo you as well. Like mm-hmm. I I mean I it, what do you call it for a, he's coming out two, well he when he came to UFC he got two losses, but he what do you call it? He lost his, or not, he gave up his belt from legacy fighting. He was actually a champion with them, and then to come to UFC, he gave up that belt. Yeah,
0: that's what usually happens yeah. when you recruit a champion. It happened with that David Branch, too, from PFL. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: But, yeah, he came in, and right off the bat, he or he fought two, I mean, well, Benel uh, Darouche, and then Darush. he fought Darush, and then he fought Dustin Poirier, and we know Dustin Poirier is his champion right now. Mm-hmm. So he fought two guys like that, and then he just went on a rampage on a four four fight win streak. And the last fight was a decision, unanimous, and everything else has been either TKO, TKO, or another decision. So,
0: I, yeah, in general, I, I picked the, the young up and cupping uh, up and coming guy. Yeah. Um, so Trinaldo again. Um, crafty veteran he, he could easily f- do what he did to Dunham to this guy but I feel like um, well Dunham was kind of on the way out too I think that was his last match mm-hmm. Um but yeah again young up-and-comer and Fajara he's, he's gonna be in the mix for a little bit so I, I gotta go with him
1: and the black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu,
0: I yeah, mean, jiu-jitsu yeah.
1: yeah gosh
0: um, next up at uh welterweight we got Tiago Alves who I didn't know was still fighting. Right and uh Loriano Strapoli from Argentina. Tiago Alves was one of those guys back in the day when like I'll put it this way, like GSP when he was still when GSP was in the middle of his run. Um yeah, Tiago Alves was in the mix at uh at welterweight and he was super fun to watch um he always had he always struggled with making weight because no you know, saw it back then and <laughs> he dude, was he was
1: thick he was a fucking
0: yeah, tank he's, man he's a tank man
1: yeah but he beat guys like koscheck matt hughes mm-hmm. um you know even though he got outdone by gsp still he got yeah, that title striker shot. yeah
0: um yeah his leg kicks are still something to look out for um and but this new guy uh, again, another young up and comer. He's eight and one, 25 years old. Um, he's twenty five and he fights like he's twenty five. He fights like a young guy. Mm-hmm. You'd think fight. He's wild, very aggressive, quick starter. Um, Staro Staropoli. Staropoli. <laughs> I'll call him. I'll go by his first name. So Lariano. Um, again, super fun to watch. Uh, if he doesn't, this could be fight of the night right here. You know, I'll, I'll make this my pick for fight of the night. Okay. Um. Star Poly, he's fast starter, very aggressive. Um, he's got to look out for those leg kicks though, because he throws a lot of one twos and uh, I. Well, his last opponent didn't really check leg, didn't throw a lot of leg kicks, so we'll see how he does. But if he doesn't look out for those, it could be um, really bad. Have you ever been hitting the calf or anything like that?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, just play fighting, but nothing like serious.
0: Yeah. See, it happened to me when I was in high school. Um, like someone landed on my calf. Oh, shit, and in football? Like, well, in just, football? Yeah, football, yeah. And, like, um, folks, have you never been, like, injured there? Like, it was just, the, what was it, a contusion? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which is just, like, a, basically a nasty bruise. But if you're ever, like, nastily bruised at your calf, like, you don't walk right. Ugh. So that's, that's what uh, Loriano's got to look out for here. Um, hopefully, they've been watching film on the guy and... <laughs> On, on Alves and they've studied that but again Alves um, like I said we said he's been fighting forever but he's only 35 um, well
1: he's got a long resume
0: yeah long resume. he's been in the UFC forever yeah that's why I was surprised it's like oh shit he's still there
1: he's one of those guys like you see like an Austin Pettis kind of guy or not Austin Pettis um
0: Anthony Pettis Anthony Pettis, I'm mm-hmm. sorry.
1: Anthony Pettis kind of that kind of caliber fighter just has so many fights on this resume. And mm-hmm. He's been around for a long time.
0: Yeah. You know, he's gotten title shot, a title shot, but he's mm-hmm. never like won the title. Well, ever since he got Drug does it and he had to, Yeah, uh, <laughs> ever since he saw it, it came around It's like, "Oh shit, yeah. I better lay off the Brazilian supplements." Yeah. <laughs> Fuck man. Uh, but yeah, back in the day, he was one of my favorites to watch. Um I mean, good for him for still doing the thing. It mm-hmm. it's again you want to see him retire like with everything intact, but like, who are you to tell a fighter what to do? It's yeah. it's kind of a weird thing. Um, but again, if I'm going to stay consistent, like I got to go with the young up and coming guy. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Loriano on this one. I'll be kind of rooting for Alves. You know, hopefully he lands that patented leg kick and you know can slow down um, that charge. Uh, if he again another yeah, kind of the same thing. If he can survive that. Early storm because Loriano starts quick. Um, he'll have a shot. And then maybe some of the experience will come into play, and he can kind of pick him apart. Uh, but I'm going to go with Loriano on this one. Uh, what do you think?
1: Yeah, I'm, again, echo you. Um, eight and one. A lot of a lot of firepower. A lot of strength behind these punches. Yeah, he and, looked great uh, in his
0: debut. He's only had one fight in the UFC so far, but he looked great in the debut.
1: And just the way Tiago Alves, you would see, like how the wear and tear is getting to him. His his chin's not like he used to be.
0: He is he is coming off a win though.
1: He is yeah. But I just I feel like the firepower that uh Lariano has. I I don't feel like he he has enough enough impact to change the fight as far as elves can do. So Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm gonna go with Lariano, Lariano, and uh, probably go him around third or third round knockout.
0: Oh oh yeah. What uh, things going here? uh oh you said fight of the night right yeah yeah so i'm a yeah decision again for me okay uh let's see what do we got next here we got oh shit fucking jose aldo versus alexander volkanovsky this this, good, this would be good too actually this,
1: this is actually my vote for fight of the night right here
0: yeah i don't blame you volkanovsky again looked fantastic Ugh. against uh chad, chad mendez yeah he's basically a younger he fights just like chad mendez uh <laughs> without the wrestling um, and then, well, Jose Aldo is still Jose Aldo. Again, it's not him in his prime, but, Mm-mm. you know, don't let those losses on his record fool you. He's still Jose Aldo. Um, extremely skilled striker. Um, and God, I don't know. Here's the thing I, I don't know what Volkanovski does against someone of the caliber striker of Aldo. Because, yeah, he, again, he, he finished, um, Chad Mendez, but, um, Ted is striking isn't in that. No, in that level. it's a different level. We
1: saw that against Connor. We've seen him fight against yeah. other guys like and, that, where he just doesn't have that. that keep coming back at you, you know.
0: Well, and I'm just saying, like skill and like being as slick as Aldo is, yeah. uh, Mendez doesn't have that. Um, even Alexander got tagged pretty good. He got yeah, he got dropped in the um, in the Mendez fight.
1: Yeah, at one point I thought they could have stopped the fight mm-hmm. with Mendez winning.
0: Yeah, Mendes had a shot there, but uh, I mean, God. What what Volkanovski's gonna have to do is like he's gonna have to make Aldo respect him like quick like mm-hmm. really get in his face. Um, oh god, yeah, because I I could see Aldo like picking him apart if he he can't like do anything to test him at the beginning. Hmm. Yeah, I, I got to go with Aldo on this one. I I, I will say third round TKO. Yeah.
1: I, again, <laughs> I think we're on the same page, man. Because the last what. I mean technically Jose's only lost to two guys, Max and Connor. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: Um yeah, and it's not like he looked well Connor was a flash knockout, but it's like it's not like he looked terrible against no? Max, it's just Max is that much better.
1: Exactly. Um, yeah, you know, it with with Jose it's 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 kind of like, you know, he kind of had like a falling out, but not really because again, he's only lost to Max twice and you know, of course Max he dominated the second one. The first one, that was a great fucking fight yeah. between both of those guys mm-hmm. until Max finally figured him out. And then, you know, yeah, Max had the fight. But he's beaten guys like Moikano and he's, and then he beat Jeremy Stevens. And he, I mean, both of those fights, he just, he fucking gave him the
0: power. Yeah. Don't look for this one to go to the ground either. No. I, I don't see any of these going to the ground, to be honest. Yeah. So far, none of these would. Um, if it does go to the ground, I mean, Jose's got the better jujitsu. I'm not. I haven't seen really much of Alexander's ground game. Uh, But, yeah. Still should be a fun one. So, that's your pick for Fight of the Night? Pick of Fight of the Night decision. I don't blame you. Jose, yeah. Next up, we got Jared Kennanier versus Anderson Silva. (sighs) Right? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I would have said, again... I would have written Anderson off as being too old because it was looking that way for a while, but he still looked really good against uh, Stylebender in that last fight. That looked like a fucking video game. Uh, If you have the chance, go and watch that right now. Um, Because in terms of skill and that experience, it's still there. Obviously, he's physically not at his peak anymore. No. Jared Cannoneer is a fucking tank, though. I don't know. He's not going to fight the way that style bender fights so because with style bender there was some gamesmanship there was a very much of like they, they want to test out each other's striking yeah cannoneer gonna come in and look for that bomb and fucking close the distance if he can because he was doing that against branch a lot um well i partly because branch was going for takedowns but man like branch can keep him down um
1: or he wasn't strong enough
0: yeah like, fucking, as soon as, like, <laughs> as soon as he got Cannonier down, he pop right back up. Yeah. Like, fuck, Cannonier's so fucking strong. Um, I, Anderson's really gonna have to, like, keep his distance. And for Wait. him to win, it's not gonna be, like, um, he, he's gonna have to, like, outpoint him. Like, he's gonna have to, like, keep him at the end of his jab, keep him at the end of those kicks. Just kind of, like, keep moving, don't let him close the distance, and, and uh, try and tie up with him.
1: Is his agility is, you know, that's the biggest thing. Is it as fast as what it was, you know? And you see the fights that you has Well, been it's in. not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So.
0: Um, and it's not... I mean, it's really just because, you know, father time. Like, yeah. That's... It's undefeated. Yeah.
1: Uh, except for Tom Brady. Fuck
0: you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean... Yeah, I mean, I just got to go with Cannonier. I, I feel like Cannonier's is just going to come in. Like, he'll... he'll He'll take the risk of getting caught with something on the way in, but a little more than likely pay off because, I mean, guys have tied up with Anderson before. I mean, you've seen Anderson go against how he fares against, like, you know, like a Chael or a Chris Weidman, those powerful, like, wrestling types. I think he's a wrestler. could be wrong. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he doesn't do particularly well against them. So, yeah, I got to go with Cannoneer.
1: Yeah, I, Um, I, I I,
0: I will say second round TKO. But the, I think this is
1: uh, UFC's way of giving Spider like a send off, and I think they gave him this fight just in the hopes of him getting a chance to win it. Obviously, they're not going to give him a fight that's a cakewalk, you know.
0: Well, shit, they're in Brazil. I hope he wins. Yeah, like I don't want to riot. In the yeah, King's exactly. Stadium.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, I, I feel like Spider, he has the chance, and out of respect, and I, I'm gonna go with Spider yeah yeah decision i don't feel like i don't blame can. you yeah just because like you said it's brazil they're giving him kind of a send-off because how many more fights does he have that we know I don't of
0: not how many fights he has left on his contract so I didn't look that up
1: yeah this might be another way of them showing like hey you know here's your chance they yeah. kind of write it off well or write off into the sunset well and um i yeah i'm gonna go with spider Yeah, um uh, yeah, I a decision
0: yeah why not um, uh, you, do you remember that though? When all the—I don't know how long you've been watching MMA, but do you remember when all the Brazilians had the belts? Oh yeah. There was like one point where it was like only one belt wasn't held by a Brazilian. Dos
1: Santos, and then it was.
0: I mean, in general, like, oh yeah, across yeah. like every every weight division. There oh was, like, yeah, only yeah. one that wasn't held by a Brazilian. It's crazy.
1: Now we got—I don't even want to bring that. I mean, we could well, bring it to light. We got two African American. Uh, Champions now with John Jones. No, but
0: I'm saying like Brazil used to fucking dominate oh, yeah, yeah. the UFC. Like it was just like, yeah, if you if you were Brazilian, you were fucking whooping everyone's ass. It was just all Brazil. And then USADA came in. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just, I'm not, I'm not a, Making accusations. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Once they came around, you saw a little bit of a decline. You don't see as many Brazilian superstars anymore. I'm just. I'm just saying. (laughs) It's a funny observation. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but that's not the case for the Brazilian in this next fight. So you have the Strawweight champion Rose Namajunas versus Jessica Andrade, and uh, yeah, Rose, the champ, is coming into Brazil. I didn't realize it had been so long since she's fought. It's been over a year. Yeah. Um, And uh, against Jessica Andrade, who's a fucking tank. Like, y- at these lighter weight classes, male or female, you don't see a lot of one-punch knockouts. But fucking... Did you see that fight with Kvalkovich?
1: Dude. Dude. I've never seen her in that kind of pain that she was before. Uh, she's never... Like, her fight... Uh, C- Carolina? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that fight that she had, mm-hmm. I, I've never seen her like that before. I've seen her. Yeah, in other she fights. got
0: bullied in that Dude. fight, and you know she got her shots in, but it was yeah. like, damn, was like even... to see some to see her drop like that. You, mm-hmm. you don't see it that, like I said, at that weight class.
1: Even when she fought uh, Carolina, when she fought for the championship, that uh, with um, God, I can't even think of her name now. Who? Uh,
0: Caroline. oh and Caroline fought uh, Ian chick. yeah
1: yeah yeah I didn't see that kind of power against her no that yeah. was
0: actually a very like technical fight because Ian chick's not a she's not a knockouter she's mm-hmm. a, she's a volume puncher yeah striker I should say um but yeah Jessica Andrade just fucking ran through her I was like God damn um Rose is the more dynamic. Striker, she's a dynamic fighter. She is, I feel like she has more ways to win, um, better movement. Jessica kind of just comes forward, but I don't know if Rose has an answer for something like that. Um, because Rose isn't like a big one fifteen. Yeah, she's a she petite. makes one fifteen pretty easily. Yeah,
1: she's very petite for her for her style or her fighting style, you know.
0: Yeah, because, yeah, Rose will fucking stay in the pocket and, yeah. and strike. But she's she's very skilled at it. Uh, I do remember that her, uh, I think it was, like, a camp issue. A lot of fighters from her camp weren't checking leg kicks, mm-hmm. right? And you just kept seeing, like, all of them, like, I think it was, like, her and Gagey at the same camp. And neither of them were, like, checking leg kicks for some reason. Uh, I don't know. It's, like, a weird... Thing that happened at grudge i don't i don't know what it was i, I would want
1: i would not want to fucking check leg kick with gaichi fuck that no no <laughs> he wasn't oh checking. he wasn't checking
0: yeah oh. so it was weird like they they were had they had the same like mistake and it was just like i wonder if that's like a camp thing huh um hopefully he's not
1: like a mis overlooked or anything like yeah that. so mm-hmm.
0: i mean you really wouldn't want to take a leg kick from andraj nope um, no, nope. but definitely look at It's definitely her punches you're looking for. I don't know if on throws a lot of leg kicks. Um, well, I can't remember at least, but yeah. That, yeah, just dealing with that kind of power, at that weight class. I don't know if Rose has come across anything close to that. Um, uh, I'm looking at like who she's fought, man. Yeah. Nothing like that. That's going to be, but even with, that'll uh, be a different challenge for her. We'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, um, I can't believe I'm saying this, but because I never pick against Rose, but
1: she kind of has a disadvantage. Though fighting in Brazil too,
0: yeah, she's going into enemy territory. The crowd's definitely going to be against her,
1: out Get of her them. element.
0: Yeah, um, and then like a really long layoff. So hopefully she stayed sharp. She's gotten healthy, but Andrade has been God. When was the last time Andrade fought? September. September. So she's yeah, she's been active. More act, uh, act, more active than uh <laughs> That's about right. You yeah. get like a couple of fights a year, so yeah. Uh, but yeah, I gotta go with Andrzej on this one. I don't know if Rose can take one of those punches. Yeah, I'm, she's tough as shit. Don't get me wrong, but that's a different animal.
1: Yeah, she's in uncharted territory or uncharted waters. I'm sorry. With you know, she's doing a title defense against somebody outside of Joanna, and we she has Joanna's number, mm-hmm. obviously, and. You know, this is somebody new. Let's see how well she can adapt. And I don't know if she has that kind of strength or or that kind of, uh, you know, to take a punch and then keep going. Yeah, as far I, as like I, Jessica's power goes. Yeah,
0: I, I will say this, though, for Rose, um, she can win by like... Um, Keeping around the end of the jab, she knows Andraj has to come forward mm-hmm. and close the distance because she's kind of a shorter fighter. Yeah. Um, at least she has that going into it, but whether or not she can stop that charge, I'm not sure because it just looks like. Andrage could just plow through her. But also, too, Rose is very, I
1: don't, she's not unorthodox per se, but she's very agile and she she's crafty. Really fight, yeah, she, there yeah. you go, crafty. Yeah. That's the word. Yeah, she's very crafty and she can, she can give fighters frustrated. Because look what Joanna, yeah, very frustrated. Yeah. And so if she can, you know, withstand some of the Jessica's power and then you get her tired. Maybe yeah
0: yeah she can have a chance if it goes to the I think maybe maybe you're right yeah longer yeah. the fight goes the the more in favor it'll go for to Rose because yeah. Jessica's got way more muscle maybe she's like that'll factor into how tire, fast how how uh, how much stamina she has yeah so I, and Rose
1: is very underrated as far as a champion I think I, I feel like she's you think she's underrated I feel so yeah. As far as the women's division goes, as like know. all women's she'd division be, goes,
0: she beat JJ back to back. Like, yeah, I don't
1: think she's and she's, and she's beating underrated. Michelle Waterson, but she also lost to Carolina. So, hmm. you know, it's but it, she was. A different I feel fighter. like it, I
0: feel like if she fought Carolina now, she'd like beater. that's a different thing. Yeah, and there's the thing too with Rose. It's like each time you see her, she does get better. Each exactly, time. and she's so young, man. Yeah, she's still young. Yeah, she's been around a while too, but you forget like she's still very young. Yeah. Um. But man, this will be a different. This is a different challenge for her. I think
1: uh, I got Rose going uh, mm-hmm. fourth round, and I feel like she'll do a submission, mm. or I, I, got, I feel like she can outlast Jessica. And
0: I'll take I, Jessica second round. Okay, KO. But yeah, man. Uh, again, <laughs> I, I think people are sleeping on this card too, and like there's some big names on it, so it'll be a hit in Brazil for sure. I don't know how much how many people be watching it here cuz again i have not seen much advertisement for it which no. is strange yeah i felt
1: even for the fight nights you got more out of them than you are getting for this one
0: well last i think the last one was cowboy versus uh, i Quinta. and fuck yeah that Butting was a cowboy great. doing the damn thing yeah man good for good for cowboy yeah he has the most wins in the ufc by far i think he's like i think he has 23 wins and like the next closest one is like 20 I think it's like but what, that's like 41 fights he's yeah, like 44 fights I'm sorry something like that yeah. but the thing about it though like the people he's in front of is like GSP Bisping that, that's crazy so good for Cowboy Hopefully, he gets his title shot or Connor get him a money fight I think he'll take either one yeah, yeah. get him that Connor fight because I think he called <laughs> him out
1: yeah, he said, "I'll take the title fight, or I'll take uh, Connor in July. Whatever, I'm ready.
0: I'd love to see that. Oh yeah, yeah. Get it in time for International Fight Week. Perfect. But technically, Connor's still retired. He's so. making so much money off that fucking whiskey. Which, by the way, we got to try one billion. So, yeah. So, Mike Boyd, get your shit together. We yeah. Right. Drink this bottle. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, shoot. Um, we tried this next segment uh, the last time we did a one-on-one like this. Um. Let's let's do some current events. Let's see.
1: Okay. So what do you got for me? First one is Tony Ferguson today. Uh, showed or in social media, I think it was on Instagram, but mm-hmm. posted, uh being in Vegas and you know meeting up with the UFC hierarchy, mm-hmm. and he said he's back.
0: Yeah, folks. If you haven't been following Tony Ferguson on uh, on social media, he, he's been going through some stuff. He's. Um, I, I think the news was his wife. Put a restraining order on him but it wasn't because like he hit him he was just acting very very strange and she's kind of worried about her and the kid and tony's going through some stuff mentally i hope he's got some he's got some help um if he's saying he's back hopefully that means yeah he has gotten the help i, I want to say it was uh depression and some other stuff but and was already an eccentric guy i wonder if it's related um man I hope he's okay. Was was there any other updates on that other than that he's
1: Well back? that uh yeah just that he's saying he's back okay. and that's all they have. So they're not stating when he's going to fight but all they said was he had a business meeting and um uh, motherfucker's champ shit only, you know, and that's what he posted on his uh Twitter and oh, yeah, he met that's with tough. the UFC brass. So. T- Tony's
0: one of those guys I always root for cuz he had some inner demons too when he uh do you remember he was on the ultimate fighter oh yeah 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 so he was going through some demons then too and it's like i was kind of like rude for him to get his shit together um but yeah and and you know what i know they've tried to make the fight happen so many times already but i still want tony khabib i just need to see what happens in that fight (laughs) and
1: then uh just cursed (laughs) yeah and then uh getting to that khabib says he wants to fight at least three times when he comes back uh there's they're projecting his fight to be in September at Abu Dhabi against Poirier. But then from there, Ooh. he wants to fight within three times after that. So, Shit,
0: give it to him. I've yeah. seen Khabib fight. Like, I mean, give it to long
1: him. layoff, why not?
0: Yeah. No, I, I, that's good to hear. I want an active champion. Uh, I definitely want Poirier to, to get his chance at that. Um, and good luck. I'll be rooting for Poirier, too. Um. So yeah, that's good news. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I hope Tony takes one of those slots. <laughs> I still need to see that fight. I don't care how many times they have to try and make it. Just make it happen.
1: <laughs> and then um, next one is um, Zaddy of the year. Quoting JPG Zaddy. Zaddy. But uh, Zaddy of the year, uh, Cowboy Cerrone. Uh, ever since he had a kid, he seems like he's getting better. No dad bought in that guy.
0: Yeah. Again, like you're saying, like good for Cowboy. Yeah. Got that win against I, Quinta, who is. Again, another young up-and-comer, tough opponent, and he's still doing the damn thing after all these years. I still remember those WEC days, man. <laughs> Killing it, man. Yeah. But but good for Cowboy. Good for-
1: What would you like to see him fight, though? Would you mm-hmm. like to see him fight it for Belt or Connor?
0: <sighs> I mean, would it be at 55 or 45? That's the thing. I kind of want – I'd rather just you – know, you got a kid – uh, you get the most wins in the UFC. Just get that money. Get yeah. Connor. Yeah. Everyone will wanna see that. You know? That, just get get paid, man.
1: <laughs> Why not, right? He earned yeah. it, so fuck. And then um Brock Lesnar retired, so that left doors open for Steve <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna hold up this division. Only did I retire. What a fucking <laughs>
1: right? And so he didn't so I'm pretty sure he, he just couldn't handle it, whether it would be the weight loss or whether <sighs> it's just him fighting his facility. Well, so
0: I again I've if you've been following the show, I've been watching wrestling too, and um, mm-hmm. Brock uh finally dropped the WWE Universal title at WrestleMania to Seth Rollins and I don't know if you saw Brock there. He was huge. Oh yeah. So there's no way he's cutting weight. Um I'm sorry, you saw the they're like they don't even have to run the test. They just look at him. <laughs> he ain't passing no Usada test. <laughs> After being the WWE for over a year, like he ain't passing the fucking test. Um, so I'm not surprised. I mean, he got a big payday from um, uh, WWE. I think his contract was like 12 million for working part time. So <laughs> yeah, why uh, even do anything else? Why why take a beating from fucking Daniel Cormier? You know,
1: yeah. There's no way. I don't feel like any anybody would think that he would wouldn't have the capability of winning that fight. Yeah, I it's too mean, too much. Especially I the mean, kind of caliber DC is. He's yeah, the top I mean, game right now,
0: especially when you think like when Brock was Brock. at yeah. what happened to him against Kane and DC? You know, training, training partners. Game. So yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, good safe. for Brock. Like, take your money and get out. But it is kind of shitty that like you kind of hold up a division because that's what they were waiting for, yeah. right? Oh yeah. So it's kind of shitty that you hold up a division like that. You should have just. I don't know. Again, it could have been maybe the UFC been like, hey, no, you got to fight. I'm glad Stipe is getting a shot. That's what I was going to say next. They
1: set the fight now with Stipe, and it's going to be August, um, and it's in Anaheim.
0: Yeah, good. He's the most successful UFC heavyweight champion. He deserves that match. Um, Because the only matchup I can think of is, I guess, Stipe Kane? Yeah. Who else is in heavyweight right now? It's not much. You can fight Francis again, but no, I th- he's got Francis' number. Yeah, like Francis needs to to add more to his game, than then he can come back.
1: We've seen that fight already, so yeah. I'm really looking forward to that Francis and John, uh, Junior Dos fight. Santos fight. That That's gonna be, be good. good.
0: Um, yeah, that'll be a great test for him. Dos Santos can still fucking sling, dude. He oh, just, easily. It, it was funny because for a while, a lot of people countered him out, but he can still do
1: it. A lot of these guys, you just gotta. A lot of these uh, Intermediate or beginner Noob Fucking UFC fans They're just They're not giving the respect That they should Some yeah. of these guys sometimes So mm-hmm. Yeah But then DC uh, Stated that um, On Ariel Wani's show today uh, Today's May 6th mm-hmm. That he Wants to fight Two more fights He wants to fight uh, he's Two gonna fight, Yeah So he's gonna fight Stipe Okay And then He says his last fight He'd like to fight John Jones <sighs> He said, and this is like, quote: I it's all I want. If I do stick around, that would be the fight that I would do it for. It would be at 205 because I need to go and get that back from him.
0: I don't see why you take that fight. You know he's got your number, and then now neither of you have to cut weight. Mm. I guess DC is better at mm. heavyweight. And, you know, but he said I he wants to fight at 205. Why? Yeah. Why? You don't have to take that fight. Um, I mean, if you're only... Achilles' heel is John Jones. You got nothing to be ashamed of. That's yeah. everyone. Uh, John Jones is still the greatest fighter on the planet, and I don't see DC winning it, especially at this time. The, his only chance would be at heavyweight because DC at heavyweight's a different thing. He can yeah. fuck everybody up.
1: Well, he's got a different um, kind of power too. So.
0: Yeah, and he's not drained. Um, but to do it at two hundred five again, I don't see the point for DC. Like I don't. I. Don't, I think he should just beat Stipe Um, maybe if, if he can. Yeah. And then that's just no easy get out. Task. <laughs> yeah, that's. Um, no but I I don't like that decision at all. John Joes did respond
1: though. And, um, of course he did. He, yeah, and he said, uh, <laughs> "Somebody tell that man to just stop already." And that's what he left us.
0: I yeah, I gotta agree with him. <laughs> like yo, I I don't see why you'd ask for that fight again. I really don't. So. Who are you trying to prove? Or there's something yeah. to prove. Nothing to prove, exactly.
1: And then um, now we're switching. Uh, so Canelo beat Jacobs this past weekend, mm-hmm. and uh, Triple G signed with The Zone. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a lot of reporters and a lot of analysts are projecting that we're going to get a Triple G and Canelo Part 3
0: sometime. I mean, the first two are fun. Yeah. Sure. Um, but I, I feel like with each successive fight, like, you know, Triple G's getting older. Yeah. So it's... Just one of those things. It's like it'll be another fun fight, it'll be another fun payday, but I, I think Canelo is either gonna win that straight out or Triple G will get robbed again. <laughs> Especially if the fights on Zingo de Mayo. So
1: <laughs> Yeah, they're I guess he they do want him to fight again um in September for Mexican 16th. Independence Day. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Fights every yeah, those are his two those are his two work days. Yeah. <laughs> right? What a way yeah, to fuck I mean, up. I don't uh I can't think of another big-name opponent for mm-hmm. Canelo right now. I'd, I'd have to look a bit, but, yeah. There's nobody out there. Yeah. Uh, I don't see. Or, I mean, nobody with that kind of star power. Exactly. There there are guys who could probably give Canelo a run for his money for sure, but no one with the star power they're looking for.
1: And then today uh, for a charity event, uh, Jordan Burroughs beat Ben Askren.
0: I kind of saw that coming, but I'm like, I, all I kept thinking was like, why is Askren doing this? He has a fight coming up, but uh, I mean, Ascrin's a savage, so I'm not surprised by that at all. Because uh, I remember Ashken was even talking about this on Rogan. He noticed that like, if you're not really wrestling at a high level, even for like a short period of time, and you don't keep up with it, you'll you'll lose that. That skill, sharpen your knife, right? Yeah, you have to keep everything sharp. Uh, Jordan Burrows, if you don't know who Jordan Burrows is, he's the, the the man right now in terms of like actual wrestling, not mm. like the WWE stuff I've been talking about. This collegiate Olympic wrestling, um, but yeah, I'm not surprised at, at all by that. Um, askrin again, we forget like he's you know he's 34, 35. Burrows probably still in his prime, yeah. so. <laughs> Not surprised by that, but uh, hopefully Askren wasn't injured at all. He just—I hope it was just a loss.
1: Yeah, out of reports, they're saying everything was fine. Okay, um, that's that's all I worried about. Yeah, he just lost. What yeah. did they say? He lost on uh, here we go. Uh, technical fall.
0: Technical fall. Yeah. Also, maybe we get Jordan Burrow as a striking coach. Let's let's see what happens. Why not?
1: <laughs> I mean, why not? Yeah. But uh, okay, now switching gears, we're gonna. Well, we talked a lot about Game of Thrones mm-hmm. on this episode, but uh, okay you have any projections or any guesses of how it might end with the last two episodes coming about? I know you're going to talk about it in a later episode. But. I
0: know, but uh, it's good to get my thoughts out now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think Daenerys is dead. I kind of want to see Jon Snow dead, too. I don't want either of them on the throne after this last episode. I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm rooting for Varys at this point. Like, let's just find the right <laughs> fucking dude for this. Seriously, he's got to go. Um, I mean, the Tyrion thing doesn't, Tyrion being on the throne doesn't seem so unreal now, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, Daenerys for sure dead, Grey Worm for sure dead, Cersei dead. They, they'll probably have Jon Snow on the throne with the way the writing's going. Um,
1: I'm looking forward to the game Bowl with uh, the Hound and uh, the Mountain.
0: You know, I hope it happens. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, it's been teased for so long, but then a lot of the things they've been building up to just haven't happened. Again, I, I thought the Night King would be the biggest threat, but it's, he's not. So,
1: <laughs> yeah. he, um, he was The odds favorite, he was it. And kind of just, I don't want to say it was anticlimactic, but, you know, in a way, it kind of was.
0: was. Yeah, because you're just like, you know, what was it for eight years? It was winter is coming. Yeah, it came and then it's gone. Yeah, you're like Oops. you didn't get
1: the you didn't get the sword out quick yeah. enough. <laughs> yeah,
0: and you're just like okay. Yeah, um, and it was a cool kill. Like again, Arya doing that was a oh, cool yeah. sequence. But you're like, should that have been later on in the show? Or I don't know, man. Like I, I think what's gonna help me for these last two episodes is to just go for the ride. Let me see how it plays out first. And then I'll. I'll have my like my real concrete opinions <laughs> on it. Uh, what's next? Okay, Anything else? Uh,
1: yeah, I got a couple more. So, uh, Avengers that two billion dollars in the second Woo! week
0: already,
1: looking to pass <laughs> yeah. Avatar.
0: Ah, uh, I mean, I can't say I'm that surprised, man. It's again, Avatar had like a gimmick mm-hmm. to kind of get there, and then, um. So, folks, if you don't remember, Avatar was built as, like, the first real 3D movie. Yeah. It was built for 3D, and um, that's kind of what helped its box office along. It, it was, like, fun to watch, but um, the gimmick also helped, like, people pay for, like, the higher price ticket because it was, like, you had, to, you had to pay a little more for 3D. Yeah. Um, I hate 3D movies. Me too. <laughs> um, but... Uh, yeah avengers it feels like one it's they've been building this for over a decade and then two it's genuinely a good movie um and people are genuinely attached to these characters so i'm I'm not that surprised it's already hit two billion i think it's going to come close um when it comes to beating the uh um the actual record so it's going to really depend on those repeat viewings it'll I'm gonna say it's gonna do it. I mean, I mean two point seven is the record, right?
1: You've seen, yeah, two point seven is the mm-hmm. record. They're at two point one, I believe. Jesus, last you're checking, right there. Yeah, not even two weeks, no. or just over two, just, just over two, two weeks. Yeah, just over two weeks. God yeah, because today's yeah. Oh, just a little bit over two weeks, Man. and so now getting into Russo brothers were interviewed by Good Morning America mm-hmm. last week, stating that uh, when was the proper time to let out spoilers, and he said, "Well, we'll give them two weeks." And That's now, fair. Yeah, and today's Monday, and they, a... people are posting spoilers. But I think they're doing it in a respectful way. I haven't yeah. seen anybody like being a dick about it.
0: And to be honest, everyone's been pretty goddamn good about yeah. it. Like I didn't see that many spoilers for a while, so no. it was just like, yeah, everyone's been good. I'm like, okay, now we get to talk about it because most of us have seen it.
1: You know what's funny, though, is everybody's been so respectful for Endgame, but yet not a lot of people are respectful for Game of Thrones. <laughs> I, I think because
0: people didn't like Game of Thrones as much. Uh-huh. Just because uh, of the, the, the what's been going on in the show. Yeah. Endgame, everyone loved, so it's like, no, we want people to enjoy that. Yeah. Game of Thrones, it's... Well, and it's also like a weekly show. There's is stuff going on yeah. every week, so it's like, okay, I get it. There's Also, no. that's a you problem. Catch exactly, up. Right? You had to the night, guys. Fuck. God damn. It's such a big cultural event. <laughs> Actually, to be honest all of my friends have stayed current on it so yeah. it's ne- it hasn't come up with i mean w- with our little group at least it hasn't been a problem
1: we always check in hey have you guys seen it until we yeah. say something
0: also hey stay off your phone or just scroll p- I, I don't know i always scroll past stuff so it's like yeah it's okay
1: um and then now that we are able to talk about spoilers today monday
0: may 6th we got a
1: spider-man second trailer
0: Oh yeah, it looks. I accidentally saw it just because of. Uh, I think it came up on like a YouTube ad, and I was just like, "Yeah, fuck it."
1: <laughs> it looks amazing. Uh, obviously, they they talked about dealing with the um, the passing of Iron Man. Spoiler. Yeah, that was great. Um, yeah, and they were able to bring that in, and then you see the aftermath of it.
0: Yeah, you see Mysterio and like Nick Fury's helping him. Like he's a hero, but it's like um, a multi. What did they say? Yeah, well i'm not sold on that yet they they just well no because it's mysterio and that's uh kind of his thing he kind of hoodwinks everybody it's like oh that's true that's kind of his thing so i'm like i'll believe it when i see it yeah so i'll I'll hold off until i see the movie but yeah because that plays right into what mysterio does like i bet because i think in the trailer he says spoiler if you haven't seen the trailer but um he says it's like i'm I'm not from this earth or something like that.
1: Oh, that's right. You said I'm from this yeah, earth. Yeah. So I'm but just this like, earth.
0: yeah. I'm just like, I don't know about that. We'll see. Fuck you, mister. <laughs> I see you, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, right? Uh, but, anything
1: else? Um, kind of a downer, but last one. <laughs> um, Sonic the Hedgehog, after numerous uh. offenses. Uh, <laughs> They have come out and said that they will change things yeah. as far as post-production.
0: So uh, if, if you know me personally, you'll know how I, I feel about Sonic and Sonic's fans. Um, basically, Sonic the Hedgehog hasn't had like a, a really good game for years and years and years now. Um, and then when we saw the promotional art or the first poster, it was just the outline of Sonic and it already looked creepy and horrifying and then we saw the trailer and it was, yep, just as creepy and horrifying as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> uh, I was just like, God, because he, he looks weird and it's funny when, um, after, when you learn how much, like, how many passes, like a film has to go through for CG stuff, mm-hmm. like, like so many people have to say yes to that design before it even gets to the trailer yeah. so f- the fact that I got this far is is astounding to me because that thing looks really creepy uh, looks, you've seen the trailer right it looks bad man looks I, and really I didn't bad. want to
1: because I'm a 90's kid and we've all grown up with Sonic the Hedgehog that was my first console Sega Genesis and that was my first game
0: um, uh, but yeah, yeah th- it looks bad it is here's the thing about um, changing the look of it so fast without changing the release date Um, so it's set for a November release and you're changing like the way it looks for a CG character, like your poor animators and modelers and all your CG folks, all your VFX artists. That's so much goddamn work that they have to redo. Um, you can copy animations, but depending on how the final model looks, you're going to have to make a lot of tweaks to those animations. So you're kind of reanimating the whole film and what, what, it's, it's may. Comes yeah, out. it's me. So you got less than fucking, oh, wow, less than six months to do this. Yeah. Jesus Christ. That's you're, you're going to see some animators with like fucking hundred hour <laughs> weeks, not sleeping and not yeah. seeing their, their kids. That's awful. Um, and I, I bet they're doing this just because advertisers probably pulled out at the reaction. They The advertisers probably saw that trailer and they're like, nope. And then they saw the reaction from the crowd and they're like, nope. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, Sonic's cursed, man. It hasn't had a really successful property in forever. Uh, am I going to go see this train wreck? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> because if it's somehow a good movie, it they, they might be the greatest cinematic Achievement in of all time, <laughs> and it kind of sucks too because you get
1: so many rave reviews of Pikachu or uh, Detective Pikachu, and you see how people are are really excited about this movie, and then you see the way people react to Sonic it's, the Hedgehog. It's,
0: it's yeah. fucked up, man. It, it's crazy that you have um, End Game, and you have a believable Thanos because if you see Thanos in the comics, you look silly. Yeah, um, a believable Thanos, and then but in the same year you have the ugliest Sonic the Hedgehog and I've always felt like that character doesn't really translate to CG I don't know why you had to have him in like the our world yeah um he, he looks better just as an animated as a 2D animated thing um yeah man That thing's gonna be a wreck And poor James Marsden he, He's always in these movies <laughs> Yeah he's always With these CGI characters <laughs> Yeah he was in that It was like a bunny I
1: forgot what the Peter movie Peter
0: Cottontail was. movie I believe it was Sure yeah. It was some <laughs> shitty bunny movie Where it was kind of The same thing He yeah. was with like a CG character Well then
1: he was in that movie That Disney movie too With the CGI characters uh, Happily Ever After I forgot what the movie was
0: Enchanted Enchanted There it is Yeah, yeah. Oh man like I can't catch a break I yeah. hope he got Paid well enough for it. <laughs> that actor. was probably just like ah, it's a paycheck. Yeah, that's probably what it was. So. They needed a good-looking guy. And yeah, yeah. James oh, Martin. Come on, man. <laughs> but damn, dude, that, that Sonic trailer looks rough. Yeah. yeah, I hate to end it on that, but that's that's all, <laughs> that's all I got for you. <laughs> you want you want a treat? Look at Sonic fan fiction. Yeah, dude. right. It's horrifying. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's it. That's it. All right, man. Uh, cool. That was a, that was a fun one. Yeah. I like this format. Yeah, this is uh, something we'll. Probably see a little bit more. We'll tool around with it a little bit more this year. See how it goes. Good with the boys, too? Yeah. Uh, Armenta where can they find you man
1: Uh you can find me at Super Fan Armenta on Instagram and Twitter and you can find me at David Armenta on Facebook shout out to Lupus Org donate to the cause and if you can please go out donate platelets you could donate platelets every 7 days up to 24 times a year or if you can please go out donate whole blood you could donate whole blood every 115 days a year and shout out to myself gonna brag a little bit I did donate <laughs> I donated last Thursday and that was uh 1 gallon of platelets I donated so thank you thank you and uh it is lupus awareness month we are in may so please if you can go out and donate uh to lupus org or if you can donate to platelets or just you know give a shout out to some people who have lupus because um it is affecting a lot of lives out there mm-hmm. and it is may 6th so it is uh nurses day so shout out to the nurses because they are angels love shout them.
0: Out to them nurses yeah also let me know when you donate platelets again definitely well, i'm
1: donating on thursday. This, so, thursday this thursday at uci I'm staying a little close. I usually go to UCLA because that's where
0: Trish was. Did make an appointment? Or?
1: Uh, yeah. And they take uh, 24 hours in advance. So if, okay. Yeah. I'll, we I'll can talk about it after yeah, the yeah. show. But yeah. And then uh, June 1st, they're doing a lupus walk at the Great Park um, at 9 a.m. So uh, if when, you can. June 1st, you June 1st, first, Saturday. Yeah, I'll try to make that. Yeah. Lupus walk uh, at the Great Park in Irvine.
0: Awesome, and you can find me on Instagram at Justin malari and on Twitter at Justin underscore malari The Geek Offensive has its own social media as well. With the handle at Geek Offensive on just about all the major platforms, I think. <laughs> not, not Snapchat. I don't know. Yeah, I is that a major that. platform? No. Uh, yeah. Sure. sure. Okay. Sure. Whatever. Yeah um i think i claimed it whatever um (laughs) anywho uh this show is part of the geek say what network uh big thank you to the network and to executive producer jpg who Uh, he's making me say that Uh, (laughs) uh but thank you to the network for providing the platform for us where we get to talk nerdy shit and make dick jokes every week <laughs> um, the network has a plethora of other shows available as well you have ready Said geek your intro to geek culture or your starting link to geek culture rather hosted by alex gullett or alex catherine is how she wants to be addressed now cat K- alex catherine Ooh, that's new so alex catherine host of ready set geek uh we have geek ko our uh, weekly trivia podcast hosted by Justin Madriga and Ish. Nerds on a Rule, our life play RPG podcast hosted by the by Lauren, Rob, and uh, their whole crew. I think JPG's on that one, too.
1: Yeah, he said he's a regular now.
0: Yeah. Um, but whatever. Who cares?
1: Well, I do care now because he said he's emulating his character on me, so <laughs>
0: fuck yeah. A woke, what did he say? A woke barbarian? Something like
1: Something that. Something like that. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you like Dave, check out Nerds on a Roll. <laughs> uh and then we have Diverse Geeks in Focus that's uh DGIF hosted by Gemma Vidal, um putting marginalized issues in the geek community under a f- under a lens and uh Dave Boyd from our show has a really good episode. I just finished listening to it. It's fantastic. It,
1: yeah. What she did um coming right off the bat and not really she said she'd never or Gemma said um never hosted a show before yeah. that she Gemma's doing
0: amazing. Yeah, we pushed her show really hard on yeah. this one, so go watch that one. It's finally paying off. Listen. <laughs> uh, big shout out to Wayland Productions who normally uh, help us out with the equipment and the space uh, we're recording out of Dave's uh, dining room uh, right now. But in, usually, usually, they help. Yeah. usually Whalen Productions helps us out. Once so I get the lotto we'll uh, yeah.
1: uh, record in my basement or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> You can find Wayland Productions at wayland.ws and uh, check out their um, audio drama We're Live Frontier now available on Alpha. And I think they have stuff on Apple Podcasts as well. So check that out. All We're Live. Uh, finally, shout out to our apparel sponsor, JordanDene.com. That's Jordan, D-E-N-E.com. They're a geek apparel store out of Brooklyn, New York. Uh, they're eco-friendly and they help you look nerdy. And if you shop with the promo code uh, GeekSayWhat, uh, you get 20% off your next purchase. So buy a shirt, you heathens. And I think that's it, man. Um Enjoy UFC 237. See Rose and Andrade do work. That should be a fun one. Actually, I, again, I think that's going to be a more exciting card than everyone's giving credit for. Yeah. Um, but yeah, see it this Saturday on May 11th. Yes. Yes. May 11th <laughs> in Brazil. Yeah. Uh, don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe to check out r slash CringeTopia to join the offensive. Thank you, everybody.